this is Women in Revival podcast. Yesterday, we started a series called Women That Jesus Helped. Today, our topic is Jairus' daughter. Jairus' daughter was a young girl that Jesus helped. She was dying and had eventually died. This is when the episode of the woman of the issue of blood happened. As the woman was being healed, a servant came to tell Jairus that his daughter had died. And as Jesus went there to the house, and as he came there, he said, Do not worry, for she is only sleeping. And everybody laughed at him. But as he walked in there, and came in there, and helped that young girl, he showed that he desires to help the female child. He desires to help your children. He desires to help not only your girl child, but also your boy child. He desires to help your family. He did not despise the little girl because of her age, but instead he came and helped her. Deborah Shinbi will now take us further on this subject. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for what you are still doing with us. Thank you for the help that you are seeking to offer unto us, your women, even as you did to the biblical women that we are looking at. Thank you for the life of that woman that we call the woman with the issue of blood. But our story did not end as the woman with the issue of blood. Thank you for you want to change our story to suit your plan, to suit your purpose, even for the generations to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us again. We are still on the series, Women That Jesus Helped. We saw the woman with the issue of blood, how Jesus helped her. And we also brought our own self before him that we may receive help of him. So today we want to look at Jairus' daughter. Jairus' daughter, the daughter of Jairus. She was one of the women that Jesus helped, one of the female gender that Jesus helped even in his own days. This story can be found in the book of Mark chapter 5. That was the same place where we found the story of the woman with the issue of blood. And we can also find it in the book of Luke chapter 8. It's amazing the story of these two people, the woman with the issue of blood and this Jairus daughter. The woman with the issue of blood had bled for 12 years. And this girl who was at the point of death also was 12 years old. So it was as if the woman had been bleeding for as old as that girl was. We don't know how old that woman was, but we are are very certain of how old the daughter of Jairus was. She was 12 years old. She was at the point of crossing the childhood years into our teenagers, the years where things are formed, where our body even changes into the adult body. So it was a very significant stage that this girl was in our life and the enemy seems to stroke. And as we are looking at the story of this girl today, I want to challenge you all who all have young girls who are in their preteens, who are in their early teenage years, would you agree with God over their lives that these ones, they shall not die, both physically and spiritually. They will live out even the life of Christ as we, their parents, agree with Jesus over their lives. So let's see Luke 8, 40 to 56. It says, And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, 
the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had one only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. Before I move on, we are going to read verse 49 now. We will leave between 43 and 48 and we jump to 49. Because between 40, 43 and 48 is the story of the woman with the issue of blood. So verse 40 that we read told us that when Jesus returned, the people were glad to receive him. It was as if there was an expectation in their hearts for Jesus. So I am assuming that one of the people who were expecting Jesus to return was Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. There was an expectation in his heart for Christ to come back again, even to that vicinity. Why? His only daughter was dying. Woman, is there any expectation for Jesus to come? Is there any situation in your own children's life that is making you to expect Jesus to come? You look at the young people in our days. Sometimes you cry out. Do you want to talk about their mode of dressing? Do you want to talk about their pursuit? You will cry that come Lord Jesus into the midst of these young people. So Jairus was longing for Jesus to come. And when Jesus came, this man went. He was a ruler, but he discarded his rulership and bowed himself at the feet of Jesus and begged him to come into his house. Woman, if you will see Jesus in the life of your children, you must be a woman who will humble yourself at the feet of Jesus. You must be a woman who will permit Jesus access into your own home. Jesus could not sort out the daughter of Jairus until Jairus himself asked him to come into his home, to come and sort out his only daughter. Now let's move to verse 49. While he yet spake, the he here is Jesus. While Jesus yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. So while they were going, you know, between verse 42 and 49, another woman had cropped in, the woman with the issue of blood, who had had reports of Jesus. So she also came to Jesus to sort her out. So the little time between when Jesus met her and her being cured, the daughter of Jairus has passed away. It was as if this man now came and said, look, Jairus, don't bother Jesus again. It is too late. Your daughter is dead. Your only child is dead. And do you know, as I'm talking, I don't know. Maybe this is your situation also. Maybe your church have given up on your children. Maybe the school have given up on your children. Are you also going to give up? Or are you going to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, the one who created your children. So Jesus then said to Jairus in verse 50, but when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not. 
Woman, Jesus is saying to you that concerning Sandra, concerning Jude, concerning that son of yours, concerning that daughter of yours, fear not. Concerning what the report is from school, concerning the medical report, fear not. Believe only and she shall be made old. That son that you have been weeping over, that daughter that you have been crying over, Jesus said, she shall be made old. 51. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter and James and John and the father and the mother of the maiden. Verse 52. And all wept and bewailed her, but he said, weep not. She is not dead, but sleepeth. So when Jesus got to the house, Jesus did not allow any other person to come in with him. Not even the medical report, not even the school report, not even the behavior of this daughter herself. Jesus only took Peter, James, John, and the father and the mother of this girl. Who are you reporting the situation in your children's lives to? Who are you sharing their story with? Are there people who can encourage you in the faith? Are there people who can encourage you to press on, trusting the Lord for the salvation of your children? Or are there people who can indeed agree with the wickedness, with the state of your children saying, give up on them? As they were weeping, Jesus said, do not weep. The child is not dead. Jesus is saying to you that woman, weep not. Your son is not dead. Your daughter is not dead. Maybe your son is now part of a gangster. Jesus is saying, weep not. As long as you bring me in concerning the life of this son, he will rise again. Maybe your own daughter has become the wayward. She has become promiscuous. Jesus is saying, she is not dead. Don't give up on her. Maybe your child has become academically retardant. Jesus is saying, do not give up. And verse 53 says, and they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. 54, and he put them all out and took her by the hand and called, saying, maid, arise. So the onlookers, they were laughing. They were scorning. They were saying, look at this Jesus. This girl is dead. We know what we are saying. We are the psychologists. When we diagonize a child, nobody changes it. They were saying, who else can say otherwise? We are the experts. But the Bible says, Jesus put them all out. Jesus wants to put out what the psychologists what the medical practitioners, what the experts in education have said concerning your children. Maybe your child is autistic. Maybe your child has a medical condition which can never ever be resolved medically. Jesus is saying, put all of those reports out and bring me in. And Jesus took this girl by the hand. Permit Jesus to take your child by the hand. Commit that child into Jesus' hand. Let Jesus call that child by name. Jesus said, Maid, arise. And verse 15 said, And her spirit came again. 
May the spirit of your child come again. May your children who have left home and now roam around the streets come home again as you plead with Jesus over their lives. And she arose straight away. And Jesus commanded to give her meat. 56. And her parents were astonished. But he chided them that they should tell no man what was done. Amen. This is what Jesus can do. As Jesus helped this woman, the wife of Jairus, Jesus wants to help you concerning the situation of your children. No matter how bad, how worse, or how worst their situation may seem. Open the door for Jesus to come in. Maybe for your child, it's medical. Maybe for yours, it is academical. Maybe for yours, it is emotional. Maybe for yours, it is spiritual. Just open the door of your life, of your home for Jesus to come in. Present that child into his hands. And that dead child, that dead son, that dead daughter shall rise again. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, I am praying with my sisters, with these mothers, these grandmothers who have children whose lives seems otherwise. I am praying that you will step into their situation. I pray for prodigal children, children who have walked away from their parents, children who are now in the hands of foster parents. Lord, I am praying that you will connect them back to their parents, back to their homes, oh Lord. You will undertake for us, for as many of these children who are not going to terrible moments, terrible periods. Please, Lord, Step into their situation, no matter how dead their situation may seem. Lord Jesus, step into it. To those who have been diagnosed with terrible medical condition, please, Lord, undertake for us to your glory and to your honor. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have a need of counseling or taking any matter further with you concerning your children, please do give us a call. Go on our website, www.gravechampchristianladies.co.uk. Send us an email, send us a text message, a WhatsApp, or give us a call and we'll be able to agree with you concerning your children. Whatever help we can render, whatever resources we can help you with to see that daughter, that son of yours, rise again. We will be willing to offer unto you. May the Lord help you as it brings restoration to your home, to your children. In Jesus' name, amen. podcast. Four days ago, we started a series called Women That Jesus Helped. Today, our topic is Certain Women. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Harris Stewart, and Susanna. These three women and many others followed Jesus after he had cast out demons from some of them and after they had healed some of their infirmities, some of their sicknesses, 
they followed him. We have been learning across this series about Jesus helping women. He loves the women folk so much that he comes to the point of being generous, of being so kind to us, as we saw in the situation of the widow of Mary. But these women, they are the certain women. And they are called that certain woman because they followed Jesus till the end. They gave him their lives, they gave him their families, they gave him their souls, they gave him whatever they had, they gave it all to him. Maybe Jesus has helped you. Perhaps he has helped your child. Perhaps he has helped your mother. What have we given him in return? Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on these certain women. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this series that you have been taking us through. Women that you helped. And even in our generation, you are still you are still extending help to the female folk. As we look at this woman who is our last woman today, please help all my sisters. Give us a heart that responds even to your help in Jesus' name. Amen. We really, really want to thank God for the opportunity to look at women like us that Jesus helped even in his days on earth. We have looked at four women. We saw the woman with the issue of blood. We saw the daughter of Jairus. We saw the Syrophoenician woman. And last time, we saw the widow of Nain, how Jesus brought her dead son back to life. And he wants to do the same even for you and for me again people may only rally around us people may only be with us comfort us but jesus is the only one who can bring life to a dead situation so take your son take your daughter take your children even to he who is the resurrection and life and he will bring those children back to life again amen so today we want to go on as we finish this series as we look at another group of women this time they are called even the certain women we want to look at certain women that jesus helped in his days and their story is in the book of luke chapter 8 verses 1 to 3 jesus cherished women jesus heart went out for women even while he was here in human body and even now he is still longing he is still reaching out to the female gender we are part of his creation he has a plan and a purpose in his heart for us he wants to help us he is reaching out even to the female folk so Luke chapter 8 verses 1 to 3 and it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils, and Joanna the wife of Chusa, Herod Steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him out of their unto him 
of their substance. Amen. So we are looking at these certain women that Jesus helped. So as Jesus went about preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, the twelve were with him. Peter, James, John, Judas, they were all with him. And verse 2 told us that and certain women. What is it about these certain women? How did Jesus help them? One, the scripture says these certain women, they had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. And if you look at an old, our own days, women are under evil spirits. Women are under infirmity. Women are depressed. Women are living in clinical depression. And Jesus is extending his hand of help. Women are mentally suffering. Jesus wants to help you. So these certain women, they receive the help of Jesus to be healed from evil spirits and deliverance from infirmities. One of them was Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. This was a woman whom seven devils dwelt inside of. But Jesus helped her. Jesus did not allow the devils to continue to torment her. As many women that come to Jesus, even now, via Golgotha, he brings deliverance from the hands of the devil. Maybe you are under even the yoke of the enemy. As you are under the sound of my voice, I am praying that the same deliverance that Mary Magdalene received, you will receive. Maybe you have sleepless night. Maybe for you, without taking medication, you cannot sleep. Maybe you are suffering from all sorts of mental illness. I say to you, Jesus is here to help you out. Jesus is here to bring an end to those spirits that are tormenting you. So Jesus sorted out Mary Magdalene and also Joanna the wife of Chusa, Herod Steward. Jesus helped Joanna, the wife of Chusa. Mary Magdalene was a single woman. Joanna was a married woman. I don't know what life is for you as a married woman. Even as Jesus brought help to Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Steward, her husband was like a chief cook. He was a chief chef. He was the head of the kitchen so to say of herod he was the head of herod's kitchen he was the head of the chefs and the wife needed help and jesus helped her jesus healed her i don't know what her illness could have been but all i can tell you now is that jesus helped this woman and also susanna and the bible says and many others and i'm seeing jesus making an opening for you to come and be part of these certain women who receive the help of Jesus in their own time. Jesus is still doing it in our own days. He is healing. He is delivering women from addiction. He is delivering women from the power of addiction. He is delivering women from sicknesses and diseases. Is delivering women from the torment of the enemy. 
and he is here and he is opening his arms and take home. I actually went all the way to the cross for your deliverance first from the wickedness that tied all humanity, which is sin. I see Jesus saying, I went all the way to the cross. This is the first help that brought humanity, deliverance from sin and the sinful nature. He redeemed the female gender and even all mankind from the power and the guilt of sin. Jesus brought help to us. What the trouble Adam brought, the trouble Adam brought humanity into, Jesus helped us out of it. I am seeing him saying to you, this is the first help that I brought to the old and to the young, to the male and to the female. And I see him saying to you, you cannot continue in sin. Sin hinders me from helping. Sin brings a hindrance between me and whosoever I want to help. Put sin away and you will receive even the help that you need from me. My hands are not too short to deliver. My ears are not too heavy to hear your cry. It is your sin that has brought a demarcation between you and me. Have you been struggling and struggling with one thing or the other? Does it look as if you are not, God is not responding even to your prayer? Would you like to check your life? Have you exposed your own life to the finished work of Calvary? Has your sinful nature been dealt with totally and completely at the cross? Have you received even the victory that Christ gives on the cross? Have you received the fellowship of his cross? For in his death is your death. And in his resurrection, we receive power to live even as he lived. To live a, vict a victorious life. A life that is free from infirmity, from sicknesses. A life that is free even from demonic attack. That is the power of the cross. That is the power the cross brought an end even to the sinful nature. And by the cross, our old man, the nature of sin, the nature that the demon can attack was brought to an end by the cross. Jesus gave us victory on his cross. He is here again to help you. Are you willing to receive his help for your life, for your children, for your home, for your environment? Lord Jesus, I am praying for every woman that are under even the sound of my voice. You know where they need help. As many who have not yet experienced you as their Lord and Savior, as many that have not yet been even to the cross, as many that have not yet run even to Calvary for the termination of their sinful nature, I am praying that you will open their hearts, Lord, to receive the gift of the cross. Oh, my Lord and my God, I am praying that these women will experience the healing that flow from the Mount of Calvary. They will experience the deliverance that come from your death at the cross. They will experience even your resurrection power that grants a woman victory in every aspect of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
as you cause all these women to respond even to the help that you are given, that you are extending unto them. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Woman, Jesus helped women in the Bible. And he's still helping women today. He wants to help you as you respond even to the gift of the cross. And as you respond to his word, the word of God is another help that God gave us. Jesus himself is the word. And he has given us the Bible to learn of him, to know his person. And he has also given us even the gift of discipleship to help our lives further. If you want to know more about the word of God or about discipleship, or you have any question or a need of follow-up or any testimony or anything you want to talk about, do give us a call. Visit our website, www.gravechampchristianladies.co.uk. Go through all our podcasts, send us an email, WhatsApp, or send us your messages in any way that you can contact us. I am praying that indeed you will receive the help that your life needs, even at such a time as this. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Four days ago, we started a series called Women That Jesus Helped. Today, our topic is Certain Women. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Hera Stewart, and Susanna. These three women and many others followed Jesus after he had cast out demons from some of them and after he had healed some of their infirmities, some of their sicknesses, they followed him. We have been learning across this series about Jesus helping women. He loves the women folk so much that he comes to the point of being generous, of being so kind to us, as we saw with the situation of the widow of men. But these women, they are the certain women. And they are called that certain woman because they followed Jesus till the end. They gave him their lives, they gave him their families, they gave him their souls, they gave him whatever they had, they gave it all to him. Maybe Jesus has helped you. Perhaps he has helped your child. Perhaps he has helped your mother. What have we given him in return? Deborah shouldn't be. Now take us further on these certain women. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this series that you have been taking us through. Women that you helped. And even in our generation, you are still you are still extending help to the female folk. As we look at this woman who is our last woman today, please help all my sisters. Give us a heart that responds even to your help in Jesus' name. Amen. We really, really want to thank God for the opportunity to look at women like us that Jesus helped even in his days on earth. 
we have looked at four women we saw the woman with the issue of blood we saw the daughter of jairus we saw the syrophoenician woman and last time we saw the widow of nain how jesus brought her dead son back to life and he wants to do the same even for you and for me again people may only rally around us people may only be with us comfort us that jesus is the only one who can bring life to a dead situation so take your son take your daughter take your children even to he who is the resurrection and life and he will bring those children back to life again amen so today we want to go on as we finish this series as we look at another group of women this time they are called even the certain women we want to look at certain women that jesus helped in his days and their story is in the book of luke chapter 8 verses 1 to 3 jesus cherished women jesus heart went out for women even while he was here in human body and even now he is still longing he is still reaching out to the female gender we are part of his creation he has a plan and a purpose in his heart for us he wants to help us he is reaching out even to the female folk so luke chapter 8 verses 1 to 3 and it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of god and the twelve were with him and certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities mary called magdalene out of whom went seven devils and joanna the wife of chusa herod steward and susanna and many others which ministered unto him of their substance amen so we are looking at these certain women that jesus helped so as jesus went about preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of god the twelve were with him peter james john judas they were all with him and verse 2 told us that uncertain women what is it about these certain women how did jesus help them one the scripture says these certain women they had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities and if you look at our own days women are under evil spirits women are under infirmity women are depressed women are living in clinical depression and jesus is extending his hand of help women are mentally suffering jesus wants to help you so these certain women they received the help of jesus to be healed from evil spirits and deliverance from infirmities one of them was mary called magdalene out of whom went seven devils this was a woman whom seven devils dwelt inside of but jesus helped her jesus did not allow the devils to continue to torment her as many women that come to jesus even now via golgotha he brings deliverance from the hands of the devil maybe you are under 
even the yoke of the enemy. As you are under the sound of my voice, I am praying that the same deliverance that Mary Magdalene received, you will receive. Maybe you have sleepless night. Maybe for you without taking medication, you cannot sleep. Maybe you are suffering from all sorts of mental illness. I say to you, Jesus is here to help you out. Jesus is here to bring an end to those spirits that are tormenting you. So Jesus sorted out Mary Magdalene and also Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Steward. Jesus helped Joanna, the wife of Chusa. Mary Magdalene was a single woman. Joanna was a married woman. I don't know what life is for you as a married woman. Even as Jesus brought help to Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Steward, her husband was like a chief cook. He was a chief chef. He was the head of the kitchen, so to say, of Herod. He was the head of Herod's kitchen. He was the head of the chefs. And the wife needed help. And Jesus helped her. Jesus healed her. I don't know what her illness could have been. But all I can tell you now is that Jesus helped this woman. And also Susanna and the Bible says and many others. And I'm seeing Jesus making an opening for you to come and be part of these certain women who received the help of Jesus in their own time. Jesus is still doing it in our own days. He is healing. He is delivering women from addiction. He is delivering women from the power of addiction. He is delivering women from sicknesses and diseases. He is delivering women from the torment of the enemy. And he is here. And he is opening his arms and take home. I actually went all the way to the cross for your deliverance first from the wickedness that tied all humanity, which is sin. I see Jesus saying, I went all the way to the cross. This is the first help that brought humanity, deliverance from sin and the sinful nature. He redeemed the female gender and even all mankind from the power and the guilt of sin. Jesus brought help to us. The trouble Adam brought humanity into Jesus helped us out of it. I am seeing him saying to you, this is the first help that I brought to the old and to the young, to the male and to the female. And I see him saying to you, you cannot continue in sin. Sin hinders me from helping. Sin brings a hindrance between me and whosoever I want to help. Put sin away and you will receive even the help that you need from me. My hands are not too short to deliver. My ears are not too heavy to hear your cry. It is your sin that has brought a demarcation between you and me. Have you been struggling and struggling with one thing or the other? Does it look as if God is not responding even to your prayer? Would you like to check your life? Have you exposed your own life to the finished work of Calvary? 
as your sinful nature being dealt with totally and completely at the cross, have you received even the victory that Christ gives on the cross? Have you received the fellowship of his cross? For in his death is your death. And in his resurrection, we receive power to live even as he lived. To lead a victorious life. A life that is free from infirmity. From sicknesses. A life that is free even from demonic attack. That is the power of the cross. That is the power. The cross brought an end even to the sinful nature. And by the cross, our old man, the nature of sin, the nature that the demon can attack was brought to an end by the cross. Jesus gave us victory on his cross. He is here again to help you. Are you willing to receive his help for your life, for your children, for your home, for your environment? Lord Jesus, I am praying for every woman that are under even the sound of my voice. You know where they need help. As many who have not yet experienced you as their Lord and Savior, as many that have not yet been even to the cross, as many that have not yet run even to Calvary for the termination of their sinful nature, I am praying that you will open their hearts, Lord, to receive the gift of the cross. Oh, my Lord and my God, I am praying that these women will experience the healing that flow from the Mount of Calvary. They will experience the deliverance that come from your death at the cross. They will experience even your resurrection power that grants a woman victory in every aspect of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, as you cause all these women to respond even to the help that you are given, that you are extending unto them. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Woman, Jesus helped women in the Bible. And he's still helping women today. He wants to help you as you respond even to the gift of the cross. And as you respond to his word, the word of God is another help that God gave us. Jesus himself is the word and he has given us the Bible to learn of him, to know his person and he has also given us even the gift of discipleship to help our lives further. If you want to know more about the word of God or about discipleship or you have any question or a need of follow-up or any testimony or anything you want to talk about, do give us a call visit our website www.gravechampchristianladies.co.uk go through all our podcasts send us an email whatsapp or send us your messages in any way that you can contact us i am praying that indeed you will receive the help that your life needs even at such a time as this amen This is Women in Revival podcast. Two days ago, 
we've started a series called Women That Jesus Helped. Today, our topic is the Syrophoenician woman. The Syrophoenician woman was a woman of Canaan. She was one of the women that God instructed the people of Israel not to marry. And she came before Jesus, begging him to heal her daughter. And he said to her, why should I give foods to dog when there are children of mine here? And she said, even though I may be a dog, my master, don't dogs eat from the crumbs that fall off the table? She was not like some of us would have been that Jesus just called me a dog. I'm not going to listen to him anymore. I don't want him to heal my daughter. I don't want anything because of what he just said to me. She still persevered in spite of all. Are you ready to persevere for the soul of your children? Are you ready to persevere for the souls of your family? This woman, the Syrophoenician woman, was able to persevere and Jesus helped her. Jesus will always help us if we persevere. Deborah Shinbi will now take us further in this subject. Our Lord and our God, we thank you so much for the continuity of your love for us. Thank you for this series that we have been going through. Please speak again to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to welcome you to Women in Revival podcast. Thank you for joining us. Perhaps you are listening to us from your kitchen, your living room, or you are driving, or maybe you are listening from your workplace. I want to welcome you and I want to encourage you to please invite your friends to come and listen in also. You can send them the app, the the link to the app. If you go on Google Play, search for Women in Reviver or go on our website and you will find the link even to download our app. It is free on Google Play. Amen. We began a series called Women That Jesus Helped. Women That Jesus Helped. And we saw two of these women in our previous series. We saw first the woman with the issue of blood and also the daughter of Jairus. And the Lord challenged our heart to bring our children even unto him, whatsoever their situation is. Our God is able even to sort them out. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a privilege to carry everything to him in prayer. So today, we want to take it a step further as we look at another woman that benefited even from Jesus' life, the Syrophoenician woman. This was a woman who was not a Jew at all. The story of this woman is found in the book of Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 to 28. And I will read. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. 
But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made old from that very hour. So what can we see from this story as we looked at the Syrophoenician woman as a woman that Jesus helped? First, like I said, she was not a Jew. She was a Canaanite. And she had a dire need. Her daughter was sick. Her daughter was grievously vexed with the demon. And as she came to Jesus, she said, O Lord, thou son of David, this is my state. For this woman to receive help from Jesus, the first thing she did was to declare to Jesus the state of her daughter. Just like Jairus, whose daughter was also sick unto death. I can see even this Syrophoenician woman that her daughter also was the reason why she came even to the Lord Jesus Christ. And as she came in verse 23, the Lord answered her not. Then Jesus' disciples came. They were not happy. They said, send her away because she's crying after us. And this gives me a picture of what that woman was saying. Perhaps she kept following them, crying and saying, please. She was a desperate woman. She knew that her help coming from nowhere else except from the Lord. You know, just like Psalms 121 that says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens and the heart, that he shall not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth thee shall neither slumber nor sleep. She knew the Lord will respond to her. She knew the Lord is her help. She knew she can only find help and solution to her daughter's problem, even with the Lord Jesus. So she did not give up. So as the disciples said to to Jesus, send her away. Then the Bible says in verse 24, Jesus answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So Jesus responded, I am not sent to any other person except the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So when this woman heard this, what did she do in verse 25? She came and she worshipped Jesus. She said, Lord, help me. As if saying, help me too. I am in need. You will not ignore me. You will not ignore me, someone who have a need in your presence. Yes, I am not part of the commonwealth of Israel. Yet, I have a need. And Jesus responded to her, saying, It is not okay. It is not right to take children's bread and give it to dogs. So it's as if Jesus was saying, you are nothing but dogs, but a dog. And what you are demanding for is for children. I cannot offer you children's meat. I cannot offer you what is meant 
for the children of Israel? And the woman said, Yes, I know that I am a dog. But even what falls out of the master's table, dogs do eat from what falls out of their master's table. Let's assume that I'm a dog, but you are my master. Help me. So this woman was willing to be despised. She saw herself helpless without Christ Jesus. She saw Jesus as as her only source, as only means of hope. So she said, yes, I may look like a stranger, but in my heart, you are my master. Even as dogs eat from the master's crumb, so must I eat from you, my master. Over the situation of my daughter, over what is confronting my life now, Jesus, you are the master. Then verse 28 said, says Jesus answered and said unto her O woman great is thy faith Jesus healed this woman because she was a woman of great faith and how did she exhibit this faith by humbling herself she humbled herself by knowing where her source of help is she knew Jesus was the only one who could sort her who could sort out her beloved daughter and Jesus said to her, Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that hour. Jesus helped this woman when Jesus saw her humility, her faith in Jesus, knowing that there is no other way, there is no other option than Christ to help her. She knew Jesus was the master over the situation that confronted even her daughter's life. She did not leave Jesus even at that moment. She did not say, well, this is too rude. Why could he be talking to me like that? Why could he be treating me like that? She knew she had no other way out except Christ Jesus. And the Lord Jesus undertook for her. Her daughter was made old even that hour. This is a challenge for you. What is it that you have been trusting God on also? What are you trusting the Lord for? Are you willing to wait? Are you willing to be despised, so to say? Are you willing to wait for Jesus to intervene? Do you have plan B? Do you have another option than Christ? Christ is willing and ready to arise for the help of those who put their hope and their trust in him alone. I will read John chapter 6 verse 37 which says, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. If you go to the Lord Jesus today, he will not cast you out, even as he did not cast out that Syrophoenician woman. Jesus helped her. Her daughter was healed and her story changed. I am praying that the Lord himself will give you a heart that tarried with the Lord, come what may. May you be that woman who will not give up hope, who will not lose hope, even concerning whatsoever you are trusting him for, for your children, for your family, for your husband, and for your entire generation. Amen.
is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are starting a series called Women That Jesus Helped. Our topic is the women with the issue of blood. Jesus helps the women with the issue of blood as she was at her highest point of need. She had been to doctors, she had been to all sorts of physicians and none of them was able to cure her. But when she came to Jesus, he was able to heal her. He was able to help her. That shows the love that Jesus had for the woman folk. Jesus is ready to help you. He is willing to help you. Just come to him and he will answer you. He desires for you to come to him and ask for help. Deborah will now take us further on this subject. Oh Lord Jesus, thank you once again for this new series that we are starting today. Holy Spirit, we need you to speak to us as your women, oh God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to the Women in Revival podcast. I trust the Lord has been keeping you and watching over you. I trust all has been well with you. Last time on Women in Revival podcast, we were looking at women Jesus alluded to, women Jesus pointed to. And here we are again. We are still seeing our Lord Jesus still seeking to speak to us as women of today from the lives of these women. One, for us to know that Jesus cherished women. Jesus loved women and he still loves us even in this day and time. So this series is tagged women that Jesus helped. Jesus offered help to many women even in Bible times. And even in today's, in our days, Jesus is still offering help to as many women who are willing. I don't have the time to begin to tell you many women that I have seen, that I have accompanied with, that I have seen God help them, help them spiritually, help their marriages, help them concerning their children, help their homes, issues with their parents, with their loved ones, help them in their finances, help them in every area as they cling even to the cross of Jesus. I have seen Jesus offer help to women over and over again. So in this new series, we are going to be looking at a couple of women again whom Jesus offered help to in Bible times. And today we are looking at the woman with the issue of blood, women that Jesus offered help to. May I just beg you to call on your friends, your loved ones, text them, chat them to come and join us on Women in Revival podcast. If you are listening to this on your phone, I want you to know that you can download our app. If you go on our website, www.graciamchristianladies.co.uk. There you will find a link to our app. We have our own app, Women in Revival app, where you can listen to the messages over and over again. And we also have our podcast on Podbean. If you are using Android, you can download our Women in Revival app only on Android. And which means if you go on Google Play, you'll be able to download it. So if you go on our link, you will find it. And I think there will be opportunity for you to subscribe even to this podcast. And also on Podbean, if you go on Podbean, you can also download our 
podcast on Podbean. If you go on Google Play or your Play Store, you can download Podbean and search for Women in Reviver. Then you'll be able to get all our podcasts free of charge, even from all these apps. So today we are going to move on very quickly as we consider the lives of these women that Jesus helped. So today we are looking at the woman with the issue of blood. And I want us to take our story from the book of Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 43. You can also find the story of this woman in Luke chapter 8, verses 43 to 48. But I want us to stay on Mark chapter 5, 21 to 43. And this time around, I'm using English Standard Version. But you can follow me as you take your Bible of any translation, and I know God will speak unto you. And I read Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 43. It says, And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, so that she may be made well, and live. And he went with him. And a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. 25, which is where the story of this woman began from. I think I should stop here and just explain a little bit. So what brought this woman into this picture here did not just start from verse 25. It was Jairus, one of the rulers of the synagogue, who ran to Jesus to help his daughter. We'll be looking at the story of our daughter also, even tomorrow as we come. So it was Jairus who came to Jesus and Jesus went with him to go and help indeed with his little daughter who was at the point of death. Of death. And as they went, the Bible says a great crowd thronged about him. And then verse 25 now brought in onto this Mark 5 even the story of a woman. And I want us to read this carefully. And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garments for she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said unto him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you see, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. 33. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in in fear and trembling, and fell down before him, and told him the truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace, and be healed of your disease. Amen. So here is the story of this woman 
that we usually call the woman with the issue of blood. But do you know by the time Jesus will finish his ministry on earth, by the time Jesus will go to the cross, this woman was no more the woman with the issue of blood. Our story has changed by this time, by the time Jesus was on the cross. So the Bible told us here that this woman had a discharge for 12 years. She had issues for 12 years. She had been bleeding for 12 years. She had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. She had been menstruating for 12 years. I don't know how palatable that would have been for her. You know what it means as women to menstruate for three days, for five days, for seven days. How much more when you have to be using a pad day in, day out for 12 years. So this woman was in that season of life and the scripture said she had a report. It was as if this woman's ears were out. Remember, she had visited all sorts of physicians who have collected her money, yet she was worse than ever. The more she visited, the worse she became. Until she had a report that Jesus was passing by. I see a woman who was desperate, who needed help. Whatsoever you tell her that will work, she go for it. She went for it. And this day, she heard that Jesus was passing by. She has heard reports about Jesus. So she had put her hope on Jesus. She was looking forward to the day she will meet Jesus in person. And the great day came. As many were thronging Jesus, as many were coming to see the miracle he will perform on the daughter of Jairus, this woman with a special need, this woman who had been bleeding for 12 years of her life came into the scene. The Bible says she said, she said to herself, if only if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. So I am seeing a woman who had resolved in her heart that the solution to my problem is in Christ Jesus. She has decided that I won't be going from healing services to healing services. I won't be going from prophetic conferences to prophetic conferences. I won't be moving from one meeting to the other looking for a solution. What I need is Christ and him crucified. So she launched out. She knew what she wanted. She was desperate and she saw Jesus as the only solution to her problem. And she reached out and touched Jesus. And it really touched my heart that verse 29 says, She herself that immediately the flow of blood dried up. This was the flow of blood that has been ongoing for the past 12 years. The day she touched the garment of Jesus, that blood dried up. Woman, what issue of life is flowing in your own life? What is the fountain in your life? Is it the fountain of sin? Have you been struggling with addiction? Have you been struggling with tobacco? Have you been trying to give up fag, but you couldn't? Have you been trying to be deliver of pornography, but you couldn't? Jesus is here to sort you out this afternoon. Jesus is here to help you from this lifetime of fountain that have been flowing in your life. The moment the woman touched the hem of Jesus' garment, 
our flow stopped. The fountain stopped. There is a translation that says that the source of our flow dried up. The source of our 12 years of bleeding dried up. For she herself felt in her body that she was healed of her diseases. Did you know one terrible disease that hinders a woman, that cripples a woman, is sin. Sin was what took Jesus to the cross of Calvary. But why are women in the church still playing with sin, still lobbying with sin, still embracing sin, still hugging sin, still kissing sin? But this is the reason why Jesus went to the cross. When this woman was sorted out, she felt in her body. When you are delivered of sin, you will know. When you are delivered from addiction, you will know. When you are delivered from immoral lifestyle, you will know. She felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. What is your disease? Jesus is here to heal you. Jesus is here to sort you out. Why not reach out to him? Why not hang out even with the Lord Jesus? And you will see that that flow that you have carried for years will come to an end as you tap into the finished work of Calvary. And even Jesus himself, do you know, in verse 30, perceived that power had gone out from him. Jesus knew immediately that someone touched him. Did Jesus know that you have touched him? Can Jesus identify with your followership? Can Jesus truly say, you are my disciple, you are my follower? Or are you just in the register of your church? Can Jesus identify with the service that you are rendering? Jesus himself felt, he knew, he perceived that someone touched him. And Jesus said, who touched my garments? When you touch Jesus, you will know that you touch Jesus. And Jesus would know that you touch him. What aspect of Jesus have you touched? For some of you, you've only touched the prosperity aspect. For some of you, you've only touched the physical healing aspect. For some of you, you've only touched the deliverance aspect. You have not fully touched the entire package that Jesus offers to all that come unto him. Jesus helped this woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. And I am seeing him saying again, woman, I am not discarding you. Woman, I am not throwing you away. You know, I am remembering the book of Osea chapter six that says, come, let us return back to the Lord. Even if it is God who have wounded you, he will heal you. He will bind your wound. Even if your own trouble have been from ages to ages, why not launch out to Jesus? Even as this woman with the issue of blood decided to reach out to Jesus and she felt that Jesus had brought an end to a flow of 12 years. Woman, Jesus wants to bring an end to your flow. Maybe you are indeed bleeding. Maybe you have been menstruating for the past weeks, 
for the past month, for the past year. Maybe the doctors have tried all they could to sort you out. They've put you on medication, upon medication, but it's not helping. Jesus is here even through this podcast. Do you want me to pray with you? Do you want Jesus to take away that flow of sin? There is a fount that is filled with blood, that is drawn for Emmanuel's vein. Sinners plunge within this fountain and all their sins are washed away. May I pray with you? Or are you listening to this podcast that for you, it is the bleeding of sin and sinful nature. Maybe you, for you, it is addiction. Jesus would like to set you free. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, thank you for these women whom you are reaching out to help, even as you helped this woman with the issue of blood. Cause these women to experience the love that you poured out for them on the cross of Calvary. As many of them who are living a life of sin, who are under the addiction of tobacco, of alcohol, please, Lord Jesus, extend unto them your hand of salvation. Cause these women to come to faith, to come to believe in your saving grace, your power that deliver from sin and the guilt of sin. And as men who are physically sick, who have been written off by their doctors, who have been upon medication, on medication, please, Lord Jesus, let that flow from Calvary flow onto every woman who are under the sound of my voice. As men who have been bleeding, who have been menstruating for years, oh God, for months, for weeks, please, Lord, let your healing virtue flow through their body. As many whose marriages are bleeding, oh Jesus, reach out to their marriage. As many whose hearts are bleeding for their children, for their grandchildren, for their loved ones. Lord Jesus, please draw out your hand unto them and bring an end to the source of their bleeding. Even as you did to this woman and by the end of your ministry on earth, this woman was no longer the woman with the issue of blood. Our story changed. Let the story of the life of these women change, O oh God, to your glory and to your honor. In Jesus' name, amen.